What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Tom Shifflett Podcast. I'm still your host, Tom Shifflett. Joining me, as always, Kyle Harkins. What's up, man? What's going on? Oh, not much. You know, we had, I guess, two pretty competitive basketball games. They weren't the prettiest of games, but at least they were competitive, and they were actually interesting going into the fourth quarter, which was something that we haven't gotten really over the weekend at all, so that was pretty nice. Um, yep. First game, um, the the Wizards take this one, so they stay alive for game five. But um, I think the only most important thing you have to worry about with this is just if Joel Embiid is really hurt, then, you know, the sky is falling because Philly's not going anywhere without him. So that's really all. I mean, this game, yeah, I guess you have to tip your hat to Washington. They played hard, I guess, but... It, I mean, when the best player of the, of the series just goes out after the first quarter, you you kind of saw that Washington was going to take this game. All right. Hold on. Didn't hear a thing you said. I have no idea what you said. Oh. Well, like, I was just saying that, uh, that, you know, Washington played really hard, but, you know, you just chalked this one up to the fact that the best team, the best player in the series, like, went out after the first quarter. So you just knew. Yeah. You knew Washington was going to take this ball game because – there wasn't really anything that Philly could do in the half court without Joel and beat out there. And it was just, it was just really brutal. And, you know, I mean, it was brutal shooting for really both teams. I mean, Christ, Russell Westbrook was three for 17. He still had a 19 yeah, point triple double or whatever. Yeah. He, play, he played his ass off obviously, but the shooting was terrible. Bradley Beal really struggled from the floor too. I think he was only eight mm. for 22 or something like that. I mean, it was just yeah. rough, and then, you know, Scott Brooks, I can't believe it took him three games to realize that Daniel Gafford should start and Alex Lynn shouldn't see the floor ever, but he did that. That changed yeah. a lot of things. He was great defensively. He had five blocks, and he really just made a difference in the paint because for a while there, Philadelphia didn't even have a bucket inside the paint for an entire quarter. So, I mean, yeah, I, I don't really, know, man. They just, yeah, the whole game was ugly and, like, I just wish Russell could, you know, hit hit a couple of shots here. And I mean, three of nineteen, three of seventeen, whatever. It yeah, was, I mean, it was just, Washington dodged. That's terrible. Washington man. dodged a bullet there when they really couldn't close the door there when they were up about fourteen, and then Cork yeah, Mods came then, in yep. and just changed everything. I don't know, it was insane. And then you thought, okay, Maxi and Cork Mods, they give them some energy off the bench. They're gonna steal this one here and they're gonna move on. But I mean, just they couldn't, they couldn't get a stop. They got some really shitty whistles. And then at the end of the day, like, you know, Scott Brooks, I mean, Scott Brooks was smart. Like, I mean, that hack of that hack of Simmons, that hack of whoever, I think it's the wackest shit ever. I hate that, man. Like fouling a dude 90 feet from the basket. Like it's the most non-basketball thing in the world. Like I hated when they did it to Shaq and shit like that, but like it's smart on his end. Like, cause it, it preserved that game. It did. Well, I think they should change it to where it's not, um, you know, less than two minutes. You're not allowed to do it because it's a technical foul. So yeah, that's what they I do, would yeah. do. I would, I would do it like, you know, not you're not allowed to do that in like with four minutes ago. I mean, if it's but me, like I, I'd that, get rid of it forever. But like, game, it's man. it's a part of the it's game. It is what game. it is, man. Simmons has got to make his free throws. Yep, Simmons has got to make his free throws. Yeah, I'd foul him too if he was one of thirteen yep. in the series. And I think what yep. it, I mean, what did he he split? 
Um, all of them. What did he go? Three times? Yeah, yeah. he split all of them. So, dude, that was a yeah. great move by him, honestly. It was smart. Like, it was uh, Scott Brooks really yeah. did a great job coaching because, you know, he kind of mailed it in the first three games, honestly. He wanted I mean, this one. He wanted, he wanted it. it. He wanted I mean, this one. He, he looked great. Yeah, yeah, he wanted it. I mean, he made, you know, the change for Gafford immediately, and he got dividends immediately. And, you know, it just sucks that Embiid's hurt, man. Like, I'm, I'm just praying to God yeah, it's not know, serious, yeah. man. Like, I just... As soon as he Even fell, I was semi, like, come man. on, man. Like, as soon as he fell, I was like, you got to be kidding me, man. Come on. Yeah, I mean, it's just. Come on, man. And the, the fact, too, year, that man. it was really frustrating was that the the fact that, you know, Philly didn't even post Ben up after Joel was gone. Like, there were so many times where they worked really hard to get that switch where either Ishmith or Brad Beal or or Russ was down low on Ben and they didn't even give him the ball to like, I don't know, create or something like he can get a hook shot out of that. He can get a, a pass out to a three or something like that. They just, they didn't do anything. He set that screen. They got the switch and then he just stood there and tried to get an offensive rebound. It was just kind of perplexing. Like how many times it was just Tobias Harris taking a really tough shot. And then that was the offense. Yeah. And Tobias Harris, sometimes, I mean, he was getting, you know, semi decent looks towards. He the took end a lot of like, terrible shots. But it looked, yeah, more more tough shots than you know the shots you'd want to see. Terrible through. shots. I wanted that. I wanted them to work together and find the best shot available. But it was more like they were going to lean on him to kind of you know. Yeah, there were too many possessions where just the game. Ben had like the ball, the gave yeah. it up, and then he never was in an action again or was a part of the play in any way at all. So it was just kind of okay, man. Like I, 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 okay. And the problem is, is like. Okay, yeah. so if Embiid is ever in some serious foul trouble, like going forward, and Dwight is ineffective, so then you have to just roll out Mike Scott. That's that was Doc's first idea instead of just playing Simmons at the five. But oh, I think also trouble, what dude. I think what played that, the, I think what played into that though was that Ben was playing with five fouls for a long time, so yeah, I don't think he could have played him at five. If, I mean, if Embiid is not, you know, in foul trouble or if he's not healthy, like they are, like they're in trouble. You know what I mean? They're not, they're not going to, I mean, they might survive Atlanta, but they might, they're not going to, you know what I mean? They're not gonna well, I mean, this isn't so. some kind of like crazy indictment on Philly because every single team is going to be in trouble if their best player is not available. You know, yeah, exactly, like this exactly, isn't some exactly. like giant yeah, flaw yeah. that they can't exactly. overcome. Like this is any team, like your best player is not effective. You're cooked. So, I mean. Just chalking yeah. up to Washington. I thought they did a good job of just like increasing the pace too. Like this is the fastest they've played this entire series, and it just kind of was confusing that they didn't do that the entire time. Like you should play yeah. quick because you're not gonna be able to score on them when they're set, especially with Embiid down there. And they they just ran. The pace was incredible, and you know it was. Yeah, I, and then Philly didn't one, play as quick as they usually do either. It was just it was a strange game. It was just a weird game, it was. but. So, you know, good for Washington, man. They, they they fought and they stayed alive. So, you know, I mean, it looks like, you know, the Heat were the only team that's going to get swept. It might be a blessing in disguise, but that's future um, free agent talk. So that that's was okay. so that's game one. So, I mean, or that was the first game of the night. So I'm still just sitting there holding my breath that everything's okay with Joel because it looked like, oh, you know, he, he hurt his tailbone and they came out that he had knee soreness from it. And you look at the fall, like he kind of tweaked his knee a little bit and you're like, Come on, man. And I think it's the same knee he already hyperextended earlier in the year. So it's just, you're just holding your breath. You hope he's okay. That's it. That's all I I wanted. Going in. I mean, going in. I mean, I said it this morning. You're like, 
please, all we need to do is just Philly just to get healthy out of these next two games here, like, and just move on. Like, that's it. Like, there's no, there's nothing mm-hmm. here they need to do. Just stay healthy and, you know, 0 for 1 here. 0 for 2, actually, because they didn't sweep them. And so they don't get the week off, at least. And then also Joel and B got hurt. So, sucks. Just yeah, sucks. Can, I mean, um, if they if they come out in game five without them, do you think they, get to, do you think they win? I yeah, mean, I, I think they should. Yeah, I think I, they should. I think I, I think it was just like the fact that he was gone, and it was just kind of like out of nowhere, and it was just like super deflating for him. It was almost like the Lakers when they couldn't play the second. Well, half also yet. like yeah. Ben Simmons got a really terrible whistle there, like early. Like he had three fouls after the first quarter, and most of them were just like these are ticky tack like things you're not even yeah. don't even call that, you know. And then yeah, was, he only played yeah. 10 minutes in the first half, and then he just had no rhythm from then on. He only took six shots. You know, like, that's just – especially with Embiid being out, him only taking six. Like, it was just ridiculous. But it is what it is, man. So, like, that was the first one. At least it was competitive. I mean, it it, it looked like at one point that Washington was really just going to run away with it. But, you know, Philly – I mean, their second unit really just made a push, and mostly it was just Corkmonds just making a push to make it competitive. And then, you know, Washington closed it out there at the end. And uh, let's see, Memphis and Utah just wrapped up. Utah gets the win. They're up now 3-1 going into Utah. You know, Memphis, they they battled their asses off again like they did in Game 3. Like, they have every game this series, but it, yeah, it was literally... It was literally deja vu from game three. It was the four-minute mark of the fourth quarter. They're down three points again, and they just get blitzed. And there's there's nothing they could do about it. I mean, you can play as hard as you want, but when the talent discrepancy is that like vast, it just doesn't matter. And that's what's been happening this whole series where Memphis is really battling, but at the end of the day, like Utah has a counter because they're just more talented. So... Yeah, I think uh, Utah just, just like they just have too much offensive, you know, superpower. They're gonna get the better shots at the end of the game. So and I think this shows. I think this too Utah's- is just kind of like reaffirming the fact that like I don't take Utah very seriously here because I just this stuff is like I I I think they play a more elite defensive team. I think they're gonna struggle a lot more. Like they're getting bailed out a lot by just some just out of this world shot making. You know, like I think that stuff. Yeah. A lot of these, half of those possessions, they're not going to go that way when they play in a more elite defensive team. And like, like the Clippers are going to get them out of there, like for real. Like the Clippers are going to get them out of there. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone's going to take the Clippers over them. But you know, Mike Conley hit a big three at the, uh, in the fourth quarter because they were like one of twelve, I think, to start. Well, they missed their like first fifteen in the fourth quarter, and they were outscored nineteen to four until that four minute mark of the fourth quarter. Like Memphis dominated, yeah, last- not even Memphis. DeAnthony Milton dominated. <laughs> like, yeah. he was insane. He scored 16 of their 19 yeah. points. He was on fire. Yeah, and then at the end, though, it's not sustainable, and then he missed a shot or well, two. Well, the problem was think, that so. Ja was just off, and that was just – that was the, too, the, yeah. the whole game. Like, Ja was just off, and he just – you know, Game and then three, he got yeah. back to being hesitant about taking those open three-point shots there. So, again, if he's if he's not going to at least take those shots, then he's just, he's just hurting their offense. So, just – yeah, he's got to be know, willing to. You just got to tip your hat to Memphis. They're really trying and they're really battling. And, you know, again, the talent discrepancy, it's it's insane between these two teams. So, I mean, yeah, Utah they can play as hard better, as they I want, mean, but Utah is just, right. They're just way better. So that's yeah, that's yeah. what these 1 8 team, these 1 8 matchups always are. Like, 
the other team is yeah. way better than the other one, so it's it's really tough. But you know, yeah. it was it was an entertaining enough game. Like you, you thought for a little bit that Utah was you know on the ropes there, but you know, shout out to Donovan Mitchell though. Like he really did a great job of just manipulating the whistle, getting Dylan Brooks in some incomparable positions, and getting some free throws out of it. And you know, I th- I think you know just Utah just did everything they needed to do. And the only times it really got close is when Utah really didn't play their style of basketball where. It was a little ISO heavy, and they just really didn't move the ball. But every time that they did what they have done all year, it was a bucket, and there's nothing Memphis could do. So, I mean, this series is over, you know, on Wednesday probably, I think, is yeah. game five. So, I mean, it's over there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. Memphis, you know, they fought hard. Like, they were in every single game. They stole the first one, and they were really uber competitive in every single game. So, I mean, and it's – yeah, they, such a yeah, young team too. Like they're yeah. gonna get so much better. Like they have so much room to yeah. improve. So I don't, I don't know. Like that's that's all you can really take from the, these two games here so far. Like I, I don't know. Like I just don't think Utah's going any further. I just don't. Not at all. Like I just as soon as Dallas finishes up blowing a two zero lead on LA here, like it's just they're gonna kick Utah right out. Like. I just don't see it. I, I don't see them stopping Kawhi yeah. Leonard defensively. I just don't no, see it I mean, happening. Uh, it could, I, I think it'll go six, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, maybe, I just, I don't think, I don't, I just don't think they're going to beat, I just, I don't think they're going to win a series against LA. I just don't see it. It could, um, you know, it could be like one of the series like they're in right now. Like Utah might start it off, you know, with a hot, you know, shooting performance, but they're, I think, you know, yeah, like I, I don't care about like what's the end result going to be, like LA moving on. Yeah. Like I don't care how it happens, yeah. like it's going to happen. Well, Utah has a chance, but it's very slim. Yeah, I mean, still, I'm picking LA easily. Like I, I just, eh. like if it was still like if this was Golden State, like Utah would be out of here. Utah would be out of here if it was Golden State, because Memphis just can't take advantage of their like defense just giving up all these three-pointers it's just memphis can't shoot so this was golden state they would really take advantage of that like they wouldn't be able to they wouldn't they wouldn't make it out of this but you know they didn't make it so it is what it is but that's that was tonight's slate and then tomorrow pretty sure what is it we got boston and brooklyn tomorrow is that it are we finally burying them or what is it I'm looking it up. I right don't now. know. Actually, I haven't looked at it. I'm looking it up right now. I had it and then I've just like completely blanked. My mind is just like yeah. mashed potatoes. Yeah. So tomorrow is game five, Brooklyn and Boston. So Brooklyn should, you know, erase that one. We should be done with that one. Move on. Then we can start waiting for yep. Brooklyn versus Milwaukee. And then um they did they did it again. <laughs> These guys, they did it again, man. So 7.30 is Brooklyn and Boston, and then 9 o'clock on NBA TV, it's Portland, Denver, and then at 10 o'clock, it's L.A. and Phoenix. So you're going to have to – they double-booked it again, so you're going to have to go back and forth between games or just pick one game to watch and then completely just ignore the other one. So most people are going to ignore Dame Lillard and the unanimous MVP coming up, and they're not even going to pay attention to that. So just really stupid booking by the NBA yet again. But, I mean – Again, this is kind of the situation that we were talking about for Philly and Washington. Uh, you know, just no one of the big three get hurt and just keep it moving and just end this series here. And Boston, they played really hard. But again, the talent discrepancy is just so large. Jason Tatum's played out of his mind. But, I mean, 
most of those guys are like Walmart greeters and you know, he's, he's, he's trying, but it's just, it, it's not enough, man. Yeah, it's just not enough. So hopefully it ends and, you know, thank God, just put a fork in it, man. Just put a fork in it. Yeah. And we're still Let's having a discourse about that stupid leprechaun. We're still having discourse about that. Yeah, we're that's... still having think pieces about that. Kevin Garnett was upset about it. Like, bro, you're one of the most dis- disrespectful people to ever touch the basketball court. Like, you yeah, called a guy a cancer about? patient, okay? You told Tim Duncan, happy Mother's Day, knowing that his mother was dead. Like, you told Carmelo Anthony his wife tastes like Honey Nut Cheerios, and you want to complain about someone stepping on a, a painted leprechaun on a floor. Like, shut up, man. Yeah, no, You're not I'm, the morality police. People. Shut up, yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. Shut up. That, that's, that's shut up. You cannot be serious right like... now, bro. You cannot be serious right now. Like, shut up, dude. Yeah. Absolutely Whatever. ridiculous, I mean, man. If he wants to come out and, and you know, get mad about so it. So dumb, man. You're going to cry about a cartoon character named Lucky. Like, that's what you're upset about, man? You're running around your house yeah. beating your chest and yelling about a cartoon leprechaun. Like, settle down, man. But anyway. Could you could you imagine him in his, in his living room just getting mad at that? Yeah, like he's headbutting like... the stanchion in, in his yeah, house oh, like yeah, he did yeah. before he started games and pounding his chest and yelling like, shut up, man. Like relax. You're the, you know, like you're the last person I need to hear about like morality in any single way possible. So like just yeah. just keep it moving, man. And then Babe Baby Davy said the same thing. Katie just told him like you're a joke. Shut up. Like it's not that serious, man. Exactly. So uh, yeah, let's just end this series. Out. Just end it, please. Just get it over with. Just move along. We don't have to talk about Boston sports anymore. We're good. Keep it moving, and we'll just worry about Brooklyn and Milwaukee, which is going to be a phenomenal series. And then mm-hmm. Portland. Denver, well, this is, you know, this is, you got to win. Denver's got to win this game here. They have to. You got to win this game. Like, and you have to have just, you have to come out, like, guns a-blazing. Like, you cannot have that flat effort that they did the other night where they were just, it was a complete joke. It was pathetic, the effort they put out there. And they got, they were down by mostly 35 points most of the game. So it was just like, you got to have a better game here. Jokic has to be more aggressive, and he has to, He's got to work defensively. Like, that's just what it's going to be. You have a target on your back now, and they have a game plan in mind that they're going to put you to work defensively. So he's got to step up. He's got to play. He's got to play defensively, but he's also can't let that affect his offense. So we'll see if they do that, and we can see if, like, the others can actually score like they did the other night for for Denver and also for Portland. Like, is Norman Powell going to keep this up from what he did the other night? Like, is mm-hmm. that sustainable the rest of the series? Because, you know, Dame can't go one for ten again, I don't think, and they win another game. You know, I think. No, I don't think. So I think either. that was yeah. just one of those the strangest games I've watched in a long time, where a star literally struggled like that, and it was a thirty point win, and he had his shoes off, just kicking his feet up in the fourth quarter. So, we'll see. I mean, I, I don't know. I can't. I can't get a gauge on this series. Every time I think I, I feel like I've got something, I just. It's a complete opposite the next way. So I, I don't really, I don't know what to do with this series here. I'm still, for some reason, I'm still rolling with Denver. I feel like, you know, Jokic kind of had a stinker, but I think it's, I don't even know. That's probably the worst game he's had in about a three-month stretch that I've watched. So I think um, I think he's due for another good game here. And I think he's just going to get him back, get back going in the right direction. He's got better games going on from here because, honestly, I just, I don't think Nurkic is going to be, good enough offensively to really just put that much pressure on him going forward that it's going to make a difference. So I don't know. Yeah. And yeah, if Nurkic is um, good on the offensive end and shoots about 50% and gives him about six buckets, that'll be huge. And 
hopefully Dame shoots better. And I think CJ and them put pressure on them. And Norman Powell keeps shooting well. And, Mar- and Mello, you know, he was hitting crucial buckets as well when those boys are on the bench, you know, getting some rest. So I think Portland's just going to be better down the stretch. And it's just hard for Jokic to carry all this weight. I mean, he's been doing it all and, year. It's uh, just, and, uh, you know, the guys yeah, just have to, just, I mean, and look, Marcus Howard can't come in there and take all his dumbass shots and kind of just shoot yeah, them out exactly. of the ball game. So we'll see. He we'll see if like Malone like, tightens yeah. the rotation up a little bit and Har- Howard isn't one of the guys that comes off the bench. That'll be interesting to see because there's no way he put him back out there after that. I mean, that was insane. He took about four or five shots where they're completely idiotic and we're just like, why, why did you do that? Why did you take those shots? That made yeah. no sense. But you know that's what happens yeah, when you have know. to play young guards in the in the playoffs. Like this, this is the things yeah, exactly. that happen. But you know yep. that's how they learn. But you know the most important game, the most intriguing game is you know obviously Phoenix and L.A. Um, you know it's tied two two, game five. AD's not playing. I mean they said that you know he could potentially play game. Five. He's not playing game five. There's no way. So it's going to be all LeBron. And for me, I, honestly, if I'm Frank Vogel, I'm starting LeBron at four. And I'm putting shooters around him, and it's either you know either whether it's Drummond or it's Gasol, or that's it. Those are going to be your centers, and then that's that's it, and you just roll with that the whole game. Ron played four, just spread it out with shooters, pace, go. Like that's literally that's it. I mean, I just I don't see there's another reason for them to start. I don't know. You're going to start Montrez Harrell and Drummond. Like, are you going to start Drummond and Gasol at the same time? Like, I just I don't know what else that he would do here. Maybe you start. Kuzma at the four, like they did to open the second half, but like, I don't know. If they start Kuzma, Kuzma really has to score. Like he has, someone has to score other than LeBron because I mean, not even that. He has to do more than that. Like if he's going to, if AD is going to be out, he's going to have to be the number two guy. That's, that's it. Like Marcus Saul cannot be the second best player behind LeBron and then be successful. Like it's just not, it's not possible. Like, they, they need, need they need a big Kuzma game. Like he's got to shoot I mean, the ball well. Yeah. He has to. I mean, whoever, he's got to be aggressive. Whoever, whoever's open needs to just hit the open shot. I mean, well, that too. But there's also there's going to be Dennis, points where you just get the ball Dennis and you have to create and you have to go. And then yeah, Dennis has to put his head down and actually get to the basket. He's got to be the number two. Yeah, to me, he's got to be the number two. So he's got, we'll see what happens, he's push man. The ball. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, Chris Paul's apparently back, so I don't want to hear anything about the, you know Phoenix and. Oh, yeah, man. Well, I you know, play you LA got lucky then, or yeah, blah, blah, whatever. blah. I don't care about that I, whatever. He's back. So I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to hear anything about it. So we'll see. Stupid. I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. I feel like I, I'm still like, I picked the Lakers in, in, in six. Well, I picked them at five to begin with, but you know, AD going down kind of changed everything, but I, I'm still picking them at six. I think, I think LeBron now is, you know, the usage is going to be a lot higher. It's a lot more aggressive now that he has to actually, he has to do all the scoring here, and he knows it. So we'll we'll see what happens, man. I think um, I think this is this is this is the biggest game of the season for the Lakers here. Obviously, I mean, you don't want to go down three two going into six. Like, I I just I wouldn't want to do that. So just take care of business. LeBron come out aggressive and hit him quick and hit him early and just keep going all game. And hopefully, someone comes along with a ride with him and they keep they keep him afloat when LeBron sits down because. That's been the biggest problem so far in the series is that they're I think they're plus seventy five with LeBron on the court, and when he's off the court. They're about a negative. I think it was sixty two or something like that, and he hasn't even been sitting that long either. So, I mean, it's the same story for every LeBron team. As soon as he sits down, they're just a complete 
fucking tire fire as soon as he sits for whatever stretch of time. So, yeah, he's got to play long minutes. He's got to play for long stretches. And if he does sit, it's going to be about two or three minutes spurts and just, you got to keep going out there. You got to go. So we'll see. And I think for LA, they like, they can easily, they can win this series without Anthony Davis. I legitimately think they can like, the way that they defended there at the end of the third quarter throughout the fourth quarter, like they really made life hell for Chris Paul and Devin Booker. And they did a great job of not just bailing them out and putting them at the free throw line. They like, they made them take hard shots, contested jump shots. And, you know, they just got to make sure that they clean up the glass and don't let DeAndre Ayton eat on the offensive glass. And that's, that's really it. Like that's yeah, it. This, the fun. recipe is there. Like they can win this series without Anthony Davis. I don't think they go any yeah. further without AD being super healthy against the Clippers or Utah. Like he has to be at least 80, 85% for him, for them to move past the Clippers and to move past Utah. But if they play Denver and they play, they play Portland or they, whoever they play, they're fine. But for yeah, the Clippers, they, they need, a, they need a super healthy Anthony Davis to get past LA. So we'll see. But here, I, I don't think Anthony Davis is super crucial right now. But they have to get the best that they can out yeah. of every person that touches the floor. Like everyone has to give their most effort possible. Like Drummond can't come in and be kind of flat the way he was the other night. Like the first six minutes, he just wasn't engaged. Yeah, like that's gotta be it's that gotta can't be, be it. minutes, five every time someone's on the court, they have to be engaged. Well, I think that's they the thing to too. Like well. the Lakers always play hard. It's just some of them, like Drummond, just doesn't give the effort all the time, and that's kind of the issue. That it it just it's it's tough when yeah. like someone doesn't play hard Drummond against the guy who plays with the high motor all the time. And Deandre Ayton, who, you know, has just been eating the Lakers alive this series, just from a hard work, honestly, like he's, 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 he's just eating off just rebounds and just offensive second chance points, honestly. Yeah, hopefully we see more, you know, Marcus Saul, like we said. Marcus Saul, so. that's it. like those, like and the, sure, and Drummond threes. can start. That's fine. Drummond can start, but Gasol better be finishing it, and he better be out playing him like minutes wise. Like that's and just if, plain and simple. If Drummond does play, he just has to play hard. Just give me some type of effort. Just don't look like you don't know what you're doing out there, and like you're a plumber on you know half the days you don't work on the NBA. So. I just, you know, I, I think they're fine, just like you said. So they just kind of make the, hopefully hit some threes. And uh, LeBron shows up and gives us, you know, one of his LeBron game fives, you know, that you were talking about. Well, too, it seems so. like, um, you know, KCP looks like he's going to come back too. So I think that helps them out a lot too. So I don't know. I I, I think, yeah, I mean, huge. if it, it was huge. me, I'm starting, I'm going Dennis, I'm going Caruso, I'm going Wes Matthews, I'm going Braun, and I'm going Marcus or AD. Like that's, that's what my starting five is going to be, and that's what I'm going to run with most of Game Five. That's what I would do if I was Frank Vogel. I'm going, I'm, I, I'm going would, small with Kuz, LeBron at I would, four. I would, I would start Kuzma, and it, I mean him and Kuzma and LeBron four three. That really doesn't whatever. You could put whatever, whatever, but Kuzma, and then I want Caruso coming off the bench with some energy. That's mm. what I would want against against the Suns team. I need some energy off that bench. I don't need Kuzma coming off and laying a dunk. If he lays it down in the beginning, that's okay because we got Caruso coming in for him, and we can we can kind of pick it up and we can start running. Even I'd if rather just down. have Caruso on like Booker early, like don't even let Booker get into I mean, it. Like just take him out what immediately. Do. I mean, I, I'm just looking. I I think Kuzma's do a game where he can shoot really well. Okay, and well, do that. Do that off the bench. You brother. could you could give him the chance. This is a perfect opportunity too. But they don't have a choice. You're, they you're have right. To. I mean, they have to do it. Like they have to. 
That's, they all can it. defend though collectively as a five as a unit. They're well, all great, well so. you know what? Honestly, like yeah, it's probably true. You could just start. Caruso could just man that second unit because you can have KCP next to Schroeder and Wes, and that's fine. You could have just Caruso and Kuzma come off the bench with a lot mm-hmm. of energy there. So I mean, either way, I think whatever, man. Either Vogel way, just can't. Way, way. Vogel go just buy, can't be stubborn, Star man. Caruso. If he sees go it's not Star working, Caruso. if it's not working out with, well, I mean. Probably not. Well, if he plays KCP at the three, then maybe. But I mean, he's not going to not start KCP. Like he's been their starter since day one. So if he's yeah, healthy, yeah, he's, he's going to be. He's going to start too. So the backcourt is obviously going to be Schroeder and and KCP. But it just mm-hmm. depends. Like what? I mean, I don't know, man. Well, I would just put Wes Matthews in the starting lineup, man. Let's have him play too. three. I mean, look. Actually, you know what? I'd rather have. All right. There you go. Either Wes or Kuz. I'd rather have that and then have Kuzma I'd find come with Kuzma in, you know what coming I mean? off the bench, man. I'm fine with that. Him West just taking Matthews shots. Just taking shots. And Kuzma. Because and Wes Matthews is both. perfect off of Braun, man. If Dennis gives me 18 and 8, and then those shooters shoot like 35% from three, and LeBron gives us a game, they'll be fine. I'm cool they'll with them hitting like 30% way, be... at, the, at the rate they're shooting right now. They're shooting like the low 20s. So if they can get to 30, they can win this series easily. That's that's a that's a tall task because again, like they're just these are shots that are wide open too. Like there's not even defenders within four to six feet of these shooters, and they're still shooting less than twenty percent. So it's just uh, it's infuriating. Like if you take the LeBron, if you take the LeBron and West Matthews makes out of it, they're shooting less than twenty percent on baskets that are four to six feet wide open. So it's just uh, again, again, they just got to keep, they just got to make them like, that's it. Just keep chucking Mm -hmm. law of averages are going to write. They're going to work out. Like just the more shots you take, the better chance you have of making them. So just, just keep shooting, man. They're going to fall. Like they have to just, yeah, just keep shooting them with like the sense of that you're, that it's going in every time. Let's keep shooting. I mean, that's what Jay Crowder did. And law of averages worked out. Like they, they, he started making some in that, that game in game four, like he's been dreadful, but he kept shooting, he kept shooting, he kept shooting. And then eventually like, it went in like they're wide open shots. You have to take them. Like it is what it is. So uh, that's, so that's, that's what we have. That's, that's the past. That's the next two nights. And hopefully, you know, we get some more competitive basketball tomorrow. Um, Kind of carrying the trend yeah. of today. So we'll have three competitive basketball games. Hopefully, hopefully, but um, I hope the Lakers blow them out. Boy, I mean, that'd be nice. I mean, that'd be really cool if the Lakers blow them out, but, uh, you know, I'd love a, a down the stretch one where it's, you know, Booker and LeBron going back and forth with each other tit for tat and, you know, Lakers pull it out in the end with their defense. But we'll we'll see what happens, man. I think uh I just think defensively, just they the Lakers just are so goddamn good defensively, man. It's just they just need a couple of these threes to fall and like this series is just completely different. That's I mean, they're they they can literally just lock they can just have Devin Booker just working so hard, just have him in hell, but they just, they're not scoring at the rate that they need to right now. And it's because that three ball is just not falling. And the aggression mm-hmm. of LeBron hasn't been that great, like drag, like going to the basket. So he started to pick it up a little yeah. bit more in the fourth. So I think he can take that in there because, you know, there's no reason he doesn't take Cam Johnson to the bucket every time. There's no reason he yeah. doesn't do whatever he wants to Jay Crowder. Like there's no reason for it. And I mean, I mean, tip of your cat to Mikel Bridges. He's done a really good job, but still, there's no reason he doesn't back down Mikel Bridges in the post and do whatever he wants to him too. So it's all, 
we'll see what happens. I, I'd like to see Frank kind of post him up more because good things just come out of LeBron posting. Either it's going to be a double when he finds an open shooter or he they're too small and he just gets a layup or an and one opportunity. So, I mean, nothing bad can happen from him posting unless, you know, the spacing shit and they just can get a quick double on him and it's a turnover like it has been the last couple times they did post him up because Drummond was out there. So we'll see what happens. I mean, again, this is, this is it. I mean, <laughs> they don't win this game. I just, I don't think they pulled the series out and then, you know, that's, that's the end of the title run there. And you just got to chalk it up to hopefully AD's healthy next year. But I just, I, I, there's no player I'd rather bet on them than LeBron, you know, in a must win back against the wall. So yeah. I think the Lakers are fine. I'd, yeah, I'd take them. You know what I mean? It's just they just got to play 48, the whole 48, and, I, and that's it. I mean, that's the only question. We're going to have moments where they just let Phoenix hit open shots and let, and give up really open shots. You know what I mean? So if they put a whole game together, they'll be all right. They're clearly yeah, I think better. So. I think so. I feel, I feel pretty comfortable with them. But, like, again, like, you know, I think we've kind of, I guess, undersold the fact that, like, Phoenix is the second best team in the NBA for like a reason. Like they're really, really good as a team. So I think it's kind of lost in the fact that this team is super talented and they are really good. So, you know, it wouldn't be absolutely shocking if they do end up winning the series because, you know, again, they're the second best team in the NBA, like their record all year. They're the second best team in the NBA. So this is a two seed, you know, it kind of, sometimes it feels yeah. like when we're talking about it, that the Lakers are the two seed here and the Phoenix are just happy to be there. The seven seed, like that's, that's not the case here. This is one of the best teams in basketball all year. So we'll see, man. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. So that's it for me. Like I'm, I'm pretty tired. So I'm just going to wrap this I'm one cooked. up really. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty yeah. cooked here and I, you know, get to start work again tomorrow. Cause I was off today, thankfully. So yeah, back to, back to the grind here. So once the, uh, once the Lakers game, it's final buzzers. I'll probably be like, I don't know. We'll probably hop one like in the fourth quarter or something like that. Like we did with the Utah game the other night. That seemed yeah, to make cool. things a lot quicker. So we'll do that. <clears throat> yeah. We'll wrap everything up and then we'll look forward to the Wednesday night slate. So I'll talk to you then, man. Get some sleep. Yes, sir. All right, yes, sir. Bro. It's over. It's over. Y'all take it easy. I'm out.